Juanita, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today? Buddy? Oh, pretty, pretty good. Everything's doing well. So today's podcast, we're going to be talking about platonic relationships. Mm, mm. And uh, I wanted to get into it with you because I get a lot of um, feedback from that from female friends as well as male friends that think that it's just not possible. Um, right, right. And, and I'm always the one that's like, oh, of course it's possible because I've lived this uh, with you for, you know, for a good while now, over 30 years. So I wanted to talk to you about platonic relationships and what your take is on them. Um, now, to be honest, ours started out a little differently. So um, I guess there was a... You want to you get into that? You want to <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to word it right. Uh-huh. So, well, I promise you, if you word it wrong, I'll pick it up for you. Okay. So tell, I remember. How you know me. Yeah. Tell the people. Okay. I, so, so I, I used to have a crush on your brother um, right. when I was, when I was young, uh-huh. uh, very young. I used to have a crush on your brother. Uh-huh. Um, uh, let me just, um, uh, one of your family members was married to one of my family members. Right. Right. And, and your brother was in the wedding. And uh, I was blown away by your brother. Right. And I ended up meeting you first. And uh, we, we started being friends. And, uh, you know, yeah, for a second. You're going you to leave it right there? <laughs> I mean, for a second, there was like, oh, hey. And then it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So can I, can I jump in there? Can I jump when we were very young. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Can I well, go, ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, let's 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 be clear now. You are older than I am. That's the first thing. Let's. We're not two two years. Two the, years. No. 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 <laughs> two, two years. So like, you're older I than I am. You... And on top of that, you met my brother and I at the same time. There was like no like you know you, you know any any discrepancy between when you met my brother and I. You just you know. I I, I had a conversation with you first. Right. 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 Uh-huh. However, you may spin it. That is okay. But you know, you were madly all over me and infatuated. Boy, we were, boy, boy. And and you know, that's you know, but you know, yeah, good friendship. Uh, and I won't, you know, I won't expose you too much more to the audience of all the things that you used to say and do and try to, you know, push up on me when I was a child. But you know, we no, no, no. I, the age disparity between us does not make you any kind of a predator, you know. But you, yeah, you had a crush on the kid, and that's just what it is. But 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 with with saying this, you know, I, I was a kid as well. Right, right, yeah, yeah. You were young. You yeah. were just older than me. Yeah, I was older than yeah. you. Yeah, okay. So, and yeah, and right. so yeah, and then there was a little. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to you. You did not come off like someone who was two years younger than me. I'll put it that way. So it was it was kind of hard for me to yeah. at, at the it time. Was, it was know. tough for you to. It basically what you're telling the people right now is it was tough to fight away the urges. That's okay, let me just. I, I just want to explain this. I remember being over to. The, the relative's house and we were all up late pretty late right right and, and in my in my in my spirit i was like okay this is my chance you know throw out my game at this this man that i you know felt like i was attracted to and so we were all in the same room we were talking and we were laying on the bed and talking and stuff you remember all that yep and for whatever reason i just communicated better with you right go figure and 
and that is how right. it just well, happened. When you, and when you say laying on the bed, we were at we were with family. There was plenty of family around. We were just sitting around in the back yeah. watching television. So you know, I don't. Yeah, we were watching. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. kid stuff. Just you know, not yeah. not laying in the bed. Yeah, not yeah, not, not like, no, 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 no. Stuff we were like children. That. What? Whoa! <laughs> I said, I said that's not what it was. I said that's. Oh, not. okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We were innocent. Children. Although that was on your mind, though. I mean, I could see. No, it. you was a story boy. Yeah. You had to stop. Yeah, I no. mean, your, your breathing a got girl. a little shallow at one point. Just grow some water. But moving on. But moving on. Uh, okay, so that that happened, and um, I mean, we 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 became friends, and we stayed in touch for a little bit. Um continuously uh just as friends though um and then we just became really good friends mm -hmm. I, I actually years later um i actually um fell in into a, a relationship with one of your relatives um who i cared about very much uh, so uh -huh. just to give people an idea of uh yeah because you, you ran through the family like that <laughs> Hey man, listen. You said it. I wasn't gonna bring all that up. You said it. I mean, oh, shoot. run through the family would entail that I had a I mean, relationship I don't, with look, more than. Look, we get too deep into the details. No, because think, you just said we, that, and people look, are gonna be no, like, no, no. I, I mean, I didn't say that. I, I would uh -huh. never. I don't talk like that. Like, I don't. I don't. But listen, mm -mm. but let's get to the point of what we're trying to say with all this. So difference. Yeah, I'm gonna let you take over because you just you just took my mind. You just took my you just took my thoughts with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't want you to eat yourself up. What's <laughs> platonic relationships a lot? Mm -hmm. But I think that there's a level of uh, there's a level of sophistication that you have to have to be able to maintain relationships with people of the opposite sex that are not overrun with physical intimate urges. And when you, you know, I understand how challenging they can be for people that are really, really attracted to one another, right? Mm -hmm. I understand that. But I think that the problem, the disconnect comes from a lot of people, you know, do you find mm -hmm. it difficult for like, for, um, for women to, uh, see value in men that doesn't um, equate to a relationship sort of context that entails a lot of things more than just sex but like an intimacy but like what kind of role of benefit can this man play in my life you know and I think that the, and I think that with men there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of a narrow scope view uh, sometimes with women about being platonic friends because they just don't see the value in it if we're not because when they, you know, when you meet, when you meet women and they're beautiful or they're attractive or they're whatever, you think mm -hmm. of them immediately in a sexual context. And it's about whether or not you can see value in them outside of that. I don't think people inherently have to always be friends with people. I mean, it's easier to, you know, to not be if that's not something that you desire. But, I, but for myself, I see great value in, um, in my uh, friendships and relationships with women. Uh, the ones that are not intimate partners. I see great value in those because I think women, um, for me, I have a very uh, mannish, I guess, or masculine perspective, which you would imagine, which, you know, makes sense as a man. But I think that women give great balance to my perspective by hearing what they have to say. And it, and it, and it shapes my worldview by, you know, being able to pull on my experiences with all the women that I'm close to, like from friends mm -hmm. and cousins and sisters and things like that. So, you know, I, I think there's great value in it, but I understand how it's difficult though. You know, you ever, I mean, aside from me, have you ever, um, have you ever uh, been wildly attracted to a man and, 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 uh, and not 
and had a hard time, you know, just being a regular friend to him? I've been in a situation where it was where the lines were blurred um, and and we you want to remain friends because, you know, you know, you know that it wouldn't work as a relationship. Um, and, and we're just talking about a physical attraction to someone that you're friends with mm-hmm. and having that that thought in your head that mm, I wonder, you know, so you kind of play on this line of flirtation. And, and then it gets crossed sometimes and you find yourself um, probably getting jealous when you shouldn't be getting jealous. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've learned because of that one relationship that it's, it's very important to outline what relationships are from the beginning and stick to that rather, because I mean, I, I would say I lost a pretty good friend because of that, you know? Um, situation well well, tell us more about that you you lost a pretty good friend because you couldn't maintain a platonic relationship because you were flirting too much i I, yeah it was it was mutual we were both flirting we were were both curious about the other Mm -hmm. in a physical in a physical way and and in a way you you share intimate details with each other about personal situations that intrigue you at times um and, and you're curious about certain things so you kind of wonder oh okay I, I want to know what that's about you know what I'm saying or how that is or oh that's pretty cute or sexy or whatever how that was explained I wouldn't mind you know and then you and you and you kind of cross the line I mean it starts with hugging <clears throat> yeah a little bit too familiar then you start kissing and then you try to pull back and and then touching and then you you don't know where anything stands and you don't want to hear about conversations you were having prior to that intimacy being explored right and and the friendship is gone so i mean i've learned a lot because i'm not um i know people are not gonna uh, i always get attacked for this but i am not in my mind frame right now a um a monogamous person so knowing that and dating people is one thing but knowing that with friends that's a whole different other thing right right it's almost as if you're using or taking advantage of them Mm -hmm. and and for the people listening I know you, so I'm going to help you clarify so you don't uh, misrepresent yourself. This is not to say uh, you're not in, you, you're not looking for a committed relationship. You like having the ability to date whomever you want to date right now because you're just not looking for a boyfriend, a live-in husband, or whatever. You know, you're not looking for a committed relationship. Is that what you're saying, right? Not at all. No. And, and but that but that does not highlight that you are strictly looking for sexual relationships either. Oh, absolutely not. No, yeah, no, no, I, I want us no. to be clear about that. Oh, okay. I, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah no. I don't want I don't want people to. Now, here's a question that I have for you as it pertains to platonic relationships. Uh, the thought is, is that it's hard to maintain these relationships when one person is attracted to the other, which is honestly, I feel like where most platonic relationships develop. They develop, I don't want to say most, but a lot of them develop out of one person uh, being really attracted to the other person and they find themselves in that person's space. And, you know, they kind of get, I guess, as people say, put in the friend zone. How, how, how common do you think that is? Or- so I don't, of- I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think they derive from that. I don't think that one person is attracted to the other person at all times. Sometimes I think that people just accept that they're just friends. They just better off as friends. 
in an adult way. Like you just, it's not, I think you can be attracted to someone, I do, and and not want to be in a romantic relationship with them. Right, right. Let me ask you this. Do, do you have more than a handful of platonic males? I have about three. Okay. Outside well, of, uh, Okay. Wait, no, no, no. Outside of you, no. Because I have relationships that used to be something and now they're platonic. But I don't have one as like yours, which it was never anything. Right. So that kind of is a different bucket. You know what I mean? That's yeah, you're right. Bucket. Talking about right. relationships that have been born, probably highly initiated by some sort of physical attraction, whether or not they articulate that or or take it there at first at all anyway. But that person kind of like... I, I know, I, I agree. But I think women are like that as well. Um, I, I, I can honestly say, all transparency aside, that this is the only relationship that I have where nothing happened. Um, right, right. Um, your, other, your other relationships are the after effect of something taking place. So that, that kind of doesn't, doesn't count because, yeah. because it's almost like that itch has been scratched. Yeah. Yeah, so like that's a that's a different thing. You brought up something about um about you know relationships being based on you know starting with flirtation. That's I'm glad you brought that up because that's one of the primary reasons why I don't. You know, some people will tell you I don't know. You meet people who are really heavy into zodiac signs and things like that mm -hmm. and astrology and whatnot, and they they will classify themselves or others as being like a quote unquote natural flirt. I don't I don't I'm not going to be entirely dismissive that that is a thing. I'm going to be entirely dismissive of that being a thing that I would tolerate in a person that I'm in a, in a woman that I'm in a relationship with because uh, people you can't control. I, I think people not that you can't control. You have a very hard time opening the door of sexual energy and interaction and then thinking that you can control it as you will you understand mm -hmm. what i mean i understand exactly what you mean yeah yeah I, I don't i don't like the idea of uh i don't like the idea of, of of people saying oh i have a work husband here's the question that it comes down to you think tom would sleep with you if you offered him the opportunity Mm. that's the question you have to ask yourself would Tom sleep with you because if Tom will sleep with you then his friendship is based on something more than just a platonic appreciation for your mind and your laughter and things like that which I don't think that people take into consideration the women who I and I have plenty of platonic friends the women who I'm who I am platonic friends with I wouldn't sleep with not that they're bad looking women I just it would it's no I don't view them in that context they're more like sisterly cousin type of relationships and I just would not sleep with them. and I think that that is what that is what sustains that's what to me validates platonic relationships if right. given the opportunity would you sleep with someone and and with that being the case to that same end I would not be platonic friends with the woman who I tried to sleep with and she didn't want to sleep with hmm. that's interesting I, like I'm not like no you don't put me in the friend zone that's not where I wanted to be that's not why I came over here and if that's not what I want, then I'm going, OK, well, that's cool. Like, I, you know, I respect what you want to do being different than what I want to do. I'm going to step off. And does that work? I mean, you don't lose a friendship over that. Well, it, was, it wasn't a friendship. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if I this is what I'm saying, if I let's say I meet a woman and we are talking on the phone and we're getting to know each other and we go out on a couple of quote unquote friendly dates or whatever. She tries to subtly put me in a space of just being her buddy, good friend who can come over and help her 
you know, put together her table set from Ikea. I'm not doing that. That's because right. that's not why I came over here for. And I'm not going to let you put me in a place that you to be in. I'm going to be in the place where I feel most comfortable. And the place that I was trying to get to was in the sheets. And you told me no. And I respect that. And I'm okay with that. But I'm not going to then let you relegate me to a, to a, 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 a male room position. Right. Almost as if someone's using someone in this situation. Well, I mean, yeah, you can look at it that way. I just, it's just, I don't look at it that way. I never look at, I never look at a woman's, I'm not an idiot. So a woman mm -hmm. can't use me unless I allow myself to be used. And I want my friends to use me, just don't abuse me. Right. So to me, relationships with, with, um, even in my platonic relationships with women, they're relationships that are largely on equity. They're based on real friendship, the same kind of parallel friendship I would have with God, uh, antiquated, old-fashioned gender roles that say that I have to pay for your dinner or I have to give you flowers on your birthday. or You understand what I mean? It's based on right. something more tangible than that. Like it's a connection that we have personality-wise that makes you easy to get along with. I don't want to be in a platonic relationship with, a, with I, I don't want platonic relationship friends that I have to treat and coddle He's my girlfriend, but I'm not getting no ass. What's the benefit of that to me? Wow. You understand? Like Now you're not my friend. You're just a woman who I make feel good and I go home feeling bad. Hmm. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Leave relationship? They're not interested in a romantic oh, relationship like I, I or let, intimate. I, I might hang around on the peripheral in case she changes her mind. But I've, at, at, but at a certain point, I've disconnected myself mentally, like in a way that says like, no, I'm not going to be, no, I'm not going to be her buddy. Yeah. So you don't need any more new friends. Well, not that I don't need any more new friends, but that's not why I came. That's not, that's not what I was looking for. I can pick up new friends. I can pick up new, new friends, new friends who are women. I can pick them up. Mm. You know, that's, that's, I'm okay with that. Women are just like anybody else, any guy that I would meet in that they can be enriching to your life. Like a lot mm -hmm. of people, you know, they can be enriching to your life. Like I make friends at church uh, and we go to brunch afterwards. I make friends at the gym and we, you know, shoot the shit in politics about what we got going on during the week for a couple minutes in between sets. I can make friends at work and it'll be somebody that we, you know, we both like sushi or, or all of us like sushi. We can go get sushi at lunch. Like those are friendly relationships that are based on not necessarily being physically attracted to somebody. But if I'm physically attracted to you and I'm looking to take it uh, to a certain space, if you say no, I'm OK with that. And I will, you know, get out of the way so that I don't so that I don't put myself in a position where I become buddy buddy with somebody who I was trying to be something else with. Hmm. What about if you don't know? Like, I, I've been in a situation to where and I, I think this is where dating is important to where you meet someone and there may be a physical attraction and you go out on a few dates. Those dates are to determine whether or not this can go anywhere. Correct. Right. That's fine. That's fine. In those dates, if you notice, hey, you know what? We probably don't vibe as a couple, but I think this would be a cool person for me to just chill with as a friend. You don't you don't think that's a that's a mutual understanding. That's not a singular understanding. Hmm. You know, that's a mutual like if like if we both come to an understanding like, hey, listen, you're cute and everything. But like, I just don't think that we're compatible in that way. But hey, we work at the same place. I mean, it's still cool if we're cool. Like. Hmm. Even because <clears throat> that is a mutual understanding. That's not somebody telling you like, oh, I don't like you like that, but we can still be friends. Like, yeah. no, that's not what I was looking for. 
That's a decision that you made on your own. And now in counterbalance to that, I'm going to make a decision on my own that I'm not going to be your little uh, placeholder. You know, it's, it's interesting because because of situations like this, whether when you don't know if you're like truly into someone on the level that people need to be on to have an intimate relationship, that's a, a, a main reason why I just stopped like kissing people on the first date, you know, because you just like. Oh, you a first date kisser? I mean, I've, in the past, I've, so nasty. I've, been, I've been a person. Yeah, I mean, but again, here's, let's just give you some back, you know, you know. But I didn't know all the rules when I started dating again. It was just, it was, everything was so new and so amazing that, yeah, I kind of went in all. Lips first. I was doing some crazy stuff and, and mm. I found myself in a lot of situations where, where, where people were like, Oh, this is a relationship, right? And right. I, I re- and I'm gonna tell you something. I remember a time, um, like right after I got divorced, and I had went on a date, and I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna see what's out. There. And I felt it was very important for me to start dating immediately, um, so that I wouldn't get in that that hole of depression. And I remember I had went on a date with this guy. We went on a couple of dates, and then um, we went to a dinner. For somebody in his family, I can't remember. They were doing, it was a birthday or anniversary or something. And I remember him introducing me to people as his girlfriend. And I was shook. I was like, whoa. And But I didn't say anything. I just, you know, said hi or whatever. But later on, you know, when I finally got the courage to, to say something like, you know, I didn't want us to put, you know, labels on everything. He told me he was confused because... We have been spending so much time together. We were talking on the phone so much. And he it didn't give him enough time to date anybody else. So I, I'm familiar. I, I really hate when grown people, you know what they say about assuming. You make an ass out of you and me. But I make it a point to like, you're not going to make an ass out of me for your assumptions. I hate when people do that and they try to hit you with that passive aggressive title thing to kind of see if you're going to say something. I've had a woman do that with me before Mm -hmm. and refer to me in conversation as her man Mm. before we have had a conversation about exclusivity. Sex doesn't mean exclusivity. Talking to you on the phone doesn't mean exclusivity. Uh, having late night conversations does not mean exclusivity. Communicating words that you back up with actions means exclusivity. If I don't say it, if you don't say to me, hey, Jackson, listen, we've been dating for uh, a couple of months now. I think that if we're going to continue at this rate, we should probably, you know, settle ourselves on what we are. And, and that's how you that's how grown people do that. Grown people don't bring you to their mother's house for dinner and say, hey, everybody, this is my boyfriend. That's not how you do that. That's like that's like you trying to guilt me and backdoor me into a space that I didn't ask you to be in. And you got to know, like you kind of really uh, when you said that, it kind of like uh, evoked some bad feelings that I've had about people that I've seen do that before. Like, what are you doing? Like, just 
you don't have to do that. You know, that's not the way to do that. It, it's just weird. It's immature to me. It's immature because you because what it says to me is that you don't have the maturity to directly articulate what it is that you want from me in this relationship. You know, but it was the most uncomfortable. Go, but, but instead you'll go speak it out to other people in a safe yeah. space and put it on me to either be a good guy or a bad guy that moment to say like, oh no, you're not my girlfriend. Like, what am I supposed to say at that point? Yeah, and it was probably the most uncomfortable I've ever been because I started second guessing every action that I took after that. Like, whoa, you know. And 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 then I started thinking, well, you know, it was on me because I felt like I didn't know the rules of the dating game because I had been married for so long and here I am just kind of doing stuff. Um and then and at the time I wasn't confrontational to kind of handle it. I just stopped calling. I was stopped accepting oh, calls. You, yeah. Oh look at you. It was it was it was just uncomfortable. I was just like, you know, I felt like it was just, he just took it upon himself to just kind of make a decision. I, I just wasn't there. I was like, oh, how are you making a decision for me? <clears throat> let me I was let kind me, of let, irritated and yeah, I just stopped. Let me help you feel better about your decision to ghost somebody as a grown person. If they didn't have the wherewithal to speak to you directly in establishing a title-based relationship, then I don't think you owe it to them to speak to them to end that very same title-based relationship. You understand what I mean? Mm. You didn't seem to you didn't seem to take any kind of uh, moment to consider like maybe I should maybe I should speak to Juanita about this directly like a man or like a woman who want, maybe I should speak to Jackson directly about what I'm thinking and what I want to see happen before I just go running out telling everybody who we are to each other, you know. So if, if you can't do that, then then how do you expect somebody to have a conversation with you when they want to back out of it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was, it, it definitely led to a lot of decisions that I make now. Like, I'm very vocal about, no, this isn't what I want. Um, yeah, yeah. From the beginning, you know, I just kind of, I want to get to know people and I don't want any assumptions. And, you know, I don't, there are certain things that, you know, I just don't do. I don't believe in cohabitating together. I just, just and I feel like when I say this stuff in the beginning, if it comes back up in the end, I, I feel disrespected at a point. Like, ah, we already talked about this. Right, I so, do too. I do too. Um, so that makes it hard. Like, again, with platonic relationships, if, if those, I can't see myself being 100% transparent with somebody and having a friendly relationship with them and then crossing lines because it muddies the waters to that comfortable feeling that I, that I feel when I'm able to just talk. Right. Now I have to start second guessing what I'm saying or worry about hurting your feelings because we, we've kind of crossed this boundary that, that didn't, wasn't even necessary to cross, you know? Let me tell you another, another tough thing about platonic relationships is like I said, the energy that people give you when they're waiting in the wings mm -hmm. for their opportunity to be recognized by you in a way that is beyond what you currently are. I encourage those people to be direct and upfront, okay? If you want a guy to be your boyfriend or you wanna make out with him or have sex with him, whatever you wanna do, that's okay and that's your business. But if he does not receive that the way that you want it, you should not feel obliged to sit there and hang around and be his unrequited love in secret telling everybody about how much you care about him and love him only to have your feelings hurt when he starts telling you about another woman 
because right. it's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's I your fault. That. It's your fault. You should take it upon yourself to do what is best for you in your space. Like I told you, if I approach a woman in a relationship dating physical, intimate context, a context that is beyond just being a platonic friend. And that's what I'm looking for from her. If I don't want, if she doesn't want that, then I'm going to move on from it. I'm not going to sit there and be her bestie and go out mm -hmm. to lunch with her and change her light bulbs and do all these other types of things just to be close to her because I quietly want something from her. I'm being dishonest. Okay. I'm being a snake is what I'm being. I'm being like, I'm, I'm being a pussy is what I'm being. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and I need to and I need to say, you know what, this isn't what I wanted from her. And I'm going to feel a way the longer I stay here and do this kind of sucker shit and not get what I want. So the best thing for me to do to to maintain my decency and my dignity is to just, OK, well, sweetie, like, you know, that's cool. You know, if you ever circle back around and you want to hang out, you touch base with me and we'll go out. But I'm not about to sit here and be your buddy, buddy for the purpose of making you feel good. Right. If that's not what I want, if that's not what I want, you know? So do, do you find that women cross blur that line a lot? Well, I think that men and women blur those lines. I mean, which, in which, in which scenario are you talking about? Like, are you talking about in terms of keeping men around them that they know like them? Or just thinking that something is there when it's really not. Oh, okay. Also, assume me being the woman, being the woman. Yeah, I do. I do. And I think that what they do, there's nothing crazier than the way a woman acts out when she likes you and doesn't know how to say that she likes you. Mm. Remember like when you were like in high school and like there'd be this guy, he liked you in like, we, not high school, like elementary school or middle school. And like, a, mm -hmm. like when kids hit you, mm -hmm. that's coming from a place of like, I just don't know how to articulate that. Like, Hey, I want to be around you. I want to be with you type of energy. And they don't know how to articulate that. So it just comes out in weird ways. That happens well into your grown adult years, you know? And some people, I give them a lot of credit. They have the decency. They, they learn to suppress that and learn to get beyond it. But other people don't. A lot of people don't. And they just kind of like, they have to deal with that in their own time. I'm not, I'm not a therapist to, to tell you what to do with that. Or, I'm, or if I see from my perspective, like, hey, this lady really, really likes me and I don't like her at all. Mm -hmm. um, it's probably best that I don't engage with her as much as maybe I have been because it's obvious to me that she's going to get the wrong impression of this. So. Yeah. I, I just hate it when you kind of put everything out on the table and then something like that comes up like, Oh, I'm attracted to you. Like sometimes I think, wow, where is this coming from? Like, you don't like feeling like an asshole. Someone to think, you know, hey, you know, she was sending off these vibes and I was picking them up. And then when I acted on them, she's like, oh, no, 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 let's be friends. That's, that's bullcrap, you know. And it, it makes you, even though I'm like, hey, that's not how it was, mm -hmm. you do feel kind of bad about it. I mean, I have, I have a heart. Well, listen, let me tell you. Let, so, okay, so that's fair. But let me also tell you how you, how you cut that type of stuff off. When you're having lunch with your friends, your friend doesn't pay for you. You pay for yourself. Oh, I, I, I get that. I know that. You know, and that's how that's how that's one of the quick and easy ways that people get caught up in expecting or looking for or anticipating something more than what is really due to them. They are, uh, you know, people start mixing their finances and their 
uh, gender roles into these kind of relationships that are supposed to be that are one person's calling a platonic friendship and somebody else is calling dating. Like I like if we're just like if we're just friends, I can see where a man would be offended if he's been taking you out on expensive dates and movies and things like this for like a month and paying for everything and planning everything and handling you that way and you know giving you good night kisses and then all of a sudden you say oh well, I'm, we're just friends well you could have told me that like about a thousand dollars ago right you know? so i, I, I understand that type if you want to maintain like a sense of like fairness in your own spirit as a man you have to be mindful of whether or not this woman is doing these things for you that go above and beyond a friendly context friends meet out for drinks women that are trying to make an impression upon you make big dinners and bring them to your house when you're sick there's oh, a different wow. you understand what i mean yeah i don't even like doing that when we're dating so i got you right. well you don't do much though so <laughs> you don't like to do much i think i think the more you do the more the lines are blurred and in any given situation you know i don't want to be that person to act like somebody's wife when i know i am not um is this in the line is so you could do one thing and then then it's expected to, uh -uh. that's a whole nother well, that's, that's a whole, whole another topic right there yeah. we're talking about like uh you know you and i feel differently about that whether or not whether being single being anything other than married means you're single like i know a lot of women subscribe to that uh, yeah i yeah. think you're just single yeah, you know, I, I think that those people like that, you know, are, are people that you don't date seriously. Who talk no, like no, 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 no. I, I think, okay, for instance, I just feel like if you are dating someone right now, if I'm dating someone and they cheat on me or I, I don't believe in cheating when you're single, I think that the only thing that you can do is lie to them. Uh, you lied and said that you were not sleeping with anybody else and you slept with somebody else. I don't think, I don't consider it cheating unless you're married. I just, I just don't, I don't buy into that whole, let's treat this like a whole marriage type situation. I, I mean, well, listen, but that's what cheating is when you're married too, lying. I mean, yeah, but it's on a whole different platform. So I don't put I mean, dating on the same platform listen, as I do. Marriage. Look, this is, this is all I know is mm. that when you test drive a car mm. and you buy the car, when you buy the car, they don't then take the car and go put another engine in it and more tires on it and it becomes something different. You know, what I test drove is what I like. And if I don't like what I'm test driving, there's no reason for me to buy it. Yeah, when I test drove it, uh, somebody was sitting in the car with me. When I bought it, I was in the car by myself. So there's a difference. Analogy works into what we're saying. I'm, I'm going to tell you how it works. If When I'm test driving, I know that I'm testing it. I know that this is a possibility. Once I decide that I'm going to buy it, I drive off the lot by myself. When I am dating someone, we are dating. I have not said that we are engaged. I have not said that we're moving towards marriage. The car is the, is the, but the car we are still test driving this car. Right, but the car, that's right. That's what I'm saying. The car is the analogy the, the is the man in the analogy if you don't like the car when you test drive it there's no reason for you to buy it i'm saying if 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 a significant other the potential with a significant other is the analogy that i'm using and that is the car in this metaphor if i don't like this car how it rides for the three blocks i take it around the around the around the block i'm not gonna buy it so you have to show that you are putting your best foot forward for who you can possibly be in a relationship. So 
this idea about single until you're married. Like, how do I know if you're if you're living the life of a of an entirely single woman when you are supposed to be my girlfriend, mm. then I'll never marry you. Well, here's the thing: you're looking at it in in, in an aspect of um, you don't know what else I'm doing if I'm living my life that way. I'm looking at it in this aspect. As long as I am a single woman in dating, there's always an, a possibility that another door can open. What I say when I say this is, you know, people want guarantees. And I know this because I've been in this situation. People want guarantees saying, okay, well, we're going to be together. To me, when you do stuff like that, you leave no door open to continue dating. People just start thinking that, oh, well, this is, this is in the bag. I really don't have to work <laughs> anymore. I don't do all that. And, and I could go to the grocery store and meet the man of my dreams, my soulmate, and I'm single and just dating, and I can go with that. When I'm married, I have to have a little self-control and, and, and honor my vows, and I've been married. I, I know what that let me tell you process what, let me is tell like. you what. Let me tell you what. If you are my proclaimed girlfriend, right, <sighs> you still can't take your ass to the grocery store and be a soulmate. <laughs> I don't give a shit who that is at the goddamn grocery store. If you go to the grocery you store, you better show. Jackson, you better, if you go to you the grocery show, store, and you, you meet show a woman. Reserve, you better show some reserve, which translates into respect for me and for our relationship. Okay, because if you can't do that at that point, then why would I want to take a further leap of faith in total commitment of marriage? Why would I want to do that if you are, if you, if you're got one foot in and I got my options open like cause listen because let me tell you something options are a funny thing that door is revolving and I got options okay so if if, if you're going to play that game about like it's I always want to keep one option open, I can day. do the same and, and, and if we're all day. doing that if we're all doing that what's the purpose I'm just looking at it from a different, a different point of view I, I've, I've, I've been married point of view. your point of view sounds that. like somebody that, that, that won't be able to find nobody I'm just being frank with you your point of view sounds like I want there, pe- there are people everywhere. There are people everywhere. Right, we may not right. find anybody. No, I'm talking <laughs> about find, listen, I'm talking about find somebody if marriage is, is your goal. Now, for you, marriage mm. is not a goal. Marriage is no, not a not right marriage now. is not a no. is not a desire. So you're the wrong person to speak on this because you don't ever want to get married again. You've said that I before. never I never said I never wanted to get married. Well, you again. said you would marry a sugar daddy. That's what you told me. Oh my goodness. And you know? We were joking. I mean, and, why you, and, I, listen, I was joking. I think you were kind of serious, but that's a I was story. not serious. I mean, oh, I'm, my you God. Like you had a plan. But my <laughs> point is, but you understand. I mean, I'm just saying that you cannot, you don't go to a, a, a you know, you have to be able to present what uh, you are going to be for someone in a relationship. Mm. I'm not saying overcommit yourself. That's what I'm the, saying. But Don't overcommit the, yourself. But, but, right. I'm talking about overcommit yourself in the things that you are doing. Uh, you know, like people get caught up, like I done built this girl a whole house and I done put a deck on her house and I done got a transmission fixed and, you know, all that type of stuff. Or, okay. if, a, or if a woman's over here uh, cooking and cleaning and playing like the wifely role exclusively with no, with no 
see, there's a difference between doing these things and showing what you're capable of and how you are in a relationship versus doing these things under the context of trying to convince somebody to be with you. People uh-huh. should never do these things under the context of convincing somebody like, let me, if I just go over here and cook and clean enough, he'll want to be with me. No, you progressively give more and more of yourself as that person gives more and more of themselves and you're on the same page. That's what you do. I, 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 I honestly think that this needs to be a whole other topic because yeah. there's so much I can say to this, but we were talking about platonic relationships and we got to wrap this up. Right, right. Um, so I definitely want to come back to this because I, I just I, I just don't see that. I think that um, people, and because you've never been married, you've never been married. And one would even question that, you know, you, you are a fairly attractive man. Put that in my face. I'm just saying you're a fairly attractive yeah. man and you dated a fair amount of, of, of young women. I don't like so, the accusation of me being fairly attractive. That sounds like I kind of can go hit or miss. That's the best I can get. The fair- point I'm making is you've been through a string of women throughout your life. A string of women? Uh, <laughs> well, let's wrap it up, man. Let's wrap it up. We, this, this- a string of women. You're, you're in your 40s. You dated consistently. You don't consider that. A lot of people. That you Come know. on, man. Let's, let's wrap this up. I don't like this kind of language that you're using right now. This I bet you you don't. Probably not. Uh-huh. You kind of got me sounding like American Gigolo out here. Well, no, actually, you you can't have me sound like that because you you told the audience I was fairly attractive. Like, I mean, I mean, he all right. Like that's that's kind of what that means when you said. That's not what that means. Come that's, on now. Okay. All right. First of all, first of all, well, no, I've no, said on more than one occasion how very right. attractive you are. Well, no, no, but, but now. See, listen, this is what I'm saying. Either you greatly undersell me or you greatly overblow me, which is almost like you trying to make a uh, So I'm watching you, Juanita. I'm watching you. Here you go. Here you go. You are no, 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 one no. of the best people that I know, so I'm not going to undersell you. Anyway, back okay. to, yeah, yeah one, back to, because um, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm kind of misrepresented on this uh single married thing. We're gonna to to come back to that because I need I need people to understand where I'm coming from. We'll come back um, and t- come back and talk about it. I think this is a good topic to really explore and dig into. It's a really good Yeah. One. Yeah, because it, it almost sounds like no, no, I'm not even gonna go there. But anyway, platonic relationships to me they do work. I have a very great friendship with you. It's been great for over twenty some odd years. Mm-hmm. Um it it doesn't um it, it we don't ever have a, a moment where we're rethinking or anything. And right. I trust in that friendship. That friendship helps me maintain relationships that I get myself, situations I get myself involved in. And if it wasn't for that friendship, I would be making a whole lot of mistakes. So yeah. um, vice versa. Uh, so I appreciate you. And uh, I think that is something that you could have and you can cherish. And uh, my kids uh, love you. you we're, we're family. That's just what it is. And it's nothing. Right. It's nothing to uh, to to laugh at now. However, I do sometimes think one day you're going to get married, and I feel like this this woman is gonna come along, and she gonna be like, "Uh, get off the phone with her," and then I'm gonna be like, "Hey," <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be like, "Girl, yeah, you did a problem, huh?" Yeah, then I'm gonna have a problem, and then I'm. A, I'm going to stick my children on her. I'm going to be like, y'all go get her. She's messing with our family dynamic here. I'm pretty good about managing uh, interactions and expectations. So I think I should be able to hold on to that and and handle that type of energy. So don't you you fret. 
Right. You know, but then again, I want to be her best friend because I want to be close to your kids. <clears throat> yeah, I well, you. I don't want you. We, no, no, we don't need no best friend type energy. You know, that's not what we gonna. That's not what we work with. But you know, of course, I can help her with everything Jackson related. So yeah, okay, darling. Thanks right. again for coming in and shooting it to me as only you do, straight and to the point. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And, and we'll pick we'll it up. Soon. We'll pick it up next time talking about uh, uh, single versus married. Yeah. You need to understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah, you do. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.